Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me. And because it's the third week of the month and because my weeks in the recording software I use are colour-coded, then this is the red week. And to be fair, I've done as much as I possibly could this week to try not and get annoyed and be ranty and angry about the things going on behind me. And by the time we get to the end, you'll have to be the judges to whether I've managed it and managed to keep the positivity intact or not. Anyway, without further ado, let's kick off uh, and let's have a little bit of twangy guitar. Monday. I think it's only right and proper to begin the week by saying thank you. And I need to say thank you to Linda Allen. Linda's somebody I've come to know through the uh, Corona Diaries podcast that I do with Steve Hogarth. And um, and she uh, posted a picture um, on Instagram uh, using the hashtag show as your couple, which was the thing that I talked about last week, the thing I've been using on Twitter and Instagram for quite a while, uh, and was hoping to, you know, that it might take off a little bit and people might decide to use it. Um, not because I'm hoping to go viral, thinking about the number of people who listen to this and what that might, you know, the, the, the power, if I could harness that as a movement, I still don't think would bring me any kind of fame or notoriety. Uh, in fact, literally the world probably wouldn't notice at all. Um, but it was nice that somebody actually listened and, t- and took notice and posted a picture using that hashtag. But what was, re- what was really special was that Linda um, also included um, a, a conquer uh, that she'd clearly found while she was buying, being out and about. I'm assuming she found while she was out and about and that she doesn't actually keep some form of, you know, model conquer, you know, in her house just for... At any such occasion so I'm assuming that she's been out about she's she's picked up a conquer and, th- and, and thought about it because we talked about that as well so I really really just want to start the week by saying thank you to Linda because that was a really nice thing to do and it and it really made me smile the other thing I want to kick the week off with um for whatever reason and I I didn't watch Educating Yorkshire when it was on television I'm not a big fan of, of reality telly um I've never been a big fan of reality telly. And um and I mean I have a view that it's a little bit of dumbing down and I and I know that that's a very broad brush approach and I should take more interest but for whatever reason I've never been interested in in you know in in reality TV in any kind of sort of way shape or form. Um so educating you was something that didn't really appeal to me and it just completely passed me by. I happened to see a video clip today and it's an it's an old clip and it was a it was a goggle box clip it was a so it was it was the 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 goggle box families reacting to a scene from educating yorkshire and it was a scene to do uh with a boy called musharraf who had a problem with a stammer a real severe problem with a stammer and his teacher who'd recently seen the film the king's speech um got him to put some headphones on listen to some music while he was then trying to uh, to talk trying to read a piece of poetry because he wouldn't be listening to himself struggling he would be able to just because the music was the distraction he he, he would theoretically be able to to talk and the issue was was him getting the words out and starting to speak and once he was in a flow it was a, it was a little bit easier and it this four minute clip plots a little bit of that interaction and then plots the fact that um 
this boy ended up doing a presentation at the end of uh, the end of year assembly as the kids were pre- preparing themselves to you know to move on from school and it turns out this child because of his stammer had been bullied he'd been bullied in uh, in year 7 which i guess would have been his first year of high school and um i i sat there with tears streaming down my my face because it was impossible not to be moved by the courage um, of this boy and what he'd gone through and what he'd gone through in terms of bullying and then the reaction of uh, of his peers when he delivered this um, this speech at the end of the year and clearly you know for whatever reason and obviously it will have been a small minority of you know of of kids that will have bullied him um he he'd become a popular you know, person within his his school in his year, and you could tell by the reaction of the other kids how much it meant to them all as a community, as much as how much it it you know it went to Musharraf as well. Now, um, in of itself, it was just one of those moments. It was one of those heartwarming moments where you you look and you thank yourself for the fact that we have people who are prepared to give their time and their effort and to and to you know to 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 teach and help children. Um, but the interesting thing was, I, I I did a little bit of Google searching to find out that that um, he's now a um, he's now a motivational speaker, and I watched a, a little bit of a speech that he did at an award ceremony, and it just it, it you know the, the whole follow up made me you know made me made me feel. Um, as a real sense of positivity. So uh, I'll, I'm gonna I'll try and find a link to the video, whack the video uh, in the show notes. And if you haven't certainly haven't seen the follow on, it's certainly worth worth seeing. Um, but just a really really nice way to start the week to stumble on a clip like that. Tuesday. Okay, so here's the thing: I can't get my head round Halloween. Um, I don't know how Halloween's going to work this year, and I don't know why we're not talking about whether Halloween is a thing this year or or isn't. Uh, Halloween's a big thing that goes on around where we are, um, and uh, and I appreciate that Halloween isn't something that for a lot of people is not their favourite night of the year. But for whatever reason, where we live, uh, we you know we get a, a a large amount of kids come round. They are literally to a child fantastic they're really polite they make real effort with their costumes um and it's a, and, and it's a very good evening and we very rarely get kids coming around late so you know maybe from between i don't know sort of five thirty, six o'clock and eight o'clock and then it kind of tails off after that which is fine and as i say everybody comes around you know makes real effort with the costumes and it's you know and it's really a, a a, a pleasant evening and we chomped through a lot of chocolate i mean bags and bags of the stuff i would tell you that we'd probably have you know 50 60 70 kids potentially come around over the course of the evening um but it's something that uh, over the years i've grown to actually enjoy far more than i i probably thought that i would anyway Stores are full of everything to do with Halloween. You can, you know, you can buy the sweets, you can buy the costumes, you can buy all the props, you can buy everything that you would need to decorate and be and be ready. Um, which is why I'm not quite sure what a COVID Halloween looks like because just straight away in my head, a 
you know, a bowl full of sweets that, that 50 or 60 kids are going to put their hands in is probably not a very good idea. Um, the whole concept of moving kids around and the number of people who interact and how close they will be is probably not a very good idea. And I appreciate the fact that a lot of these kids are together in school as well. But whilst we're to a certain extent involved in it because we've got children at school so some of that interaction is going on not everybody is our next door neighbor you know uh, really enjoys halloween but she, you know she sits in the vulnerable category and, and and theoretically halloween in this year makes absolutely no sense it's going to be very difficult to work out how it's actually possible and there's been literally a deafening wall of silence on this particular topic. I've not seen anything in the news. I've not seen anything around with people talking about whether it, it can or can't work this year. So um, I'm as confused, you know, as, as, as I was when I first thought about it two or three weeks ago. And all I know is there's a huge retail effort going towards making sure that everybody's, you know, that they are literally geared up for Halloween. Uh, and yet, I don't know if the evening is going to happen or not. Wednesday. I put on my winter coat today for the first uh, time this year. Um, I have a, an interesting relationship with winter coats in the fact that my favourite coat of all time, which, I, which was a coat that I bought from Gap in Sheffield before the Gap store in Sheffield actually ended up becoming a bank, um... I've had for oh at least fifteen years, uh, probably probably longer. It, it it had to be consigned to almost the only any kind of use for going out in the garden coat because it had got it had been so worn and the lining was ripped to bits. But it was the single most comfortable jacket and the best fitting jacket I I ever had. Um, and I, you know, I bought another coat after that, which I, I didn't really like. It kind of had dynasty style square shoulders. It was, you know, I didn't notice it when I bought it, but it was kind of, kind of squared off. I felt, um, I felt a little bit like one of those, uh, kind of South American generals. Uh, if you remember the, the, the character that Kenny Everett did, I think was an American general with kind of real big square shoulders. It's a little bit like that. And, uh, and whichever one of the characters it was in, uh, in Dynasty, uh, um, you know, Alexis or whatever it was. So never really took to, even even though it was a perfectly nice coat, never really took to it. Ended up buying another coat um, year before last. And that's one is now fast becoming, fast, you know, taking over the mantle of my my favourite my favorite sort of winter coat or getting close to, or certainly close to being equal to the Gap pot that I had. So um, for whatever reason, put it on today for the first for the first time um, and did that thing that you do where you put a piece of clothing on you and put on for ages and find things in the pocket that you've completely forgotten about. So um, I uh, I found a pack of tissues. Well, that's not particularly unusual um, in, a, in a coat like that. But I also found a really nice pen in the pocket. And a pen, this was a pen that I'd picked up when I'd been to do a podcast recording at a, a, a solicitor's in Leeds. And I'd, and I'd needed a pen uh, to write something while I was there. And I was given this this uh, this this pen to use and, and sort of told, oh, yeah, no, just take it. It's just one of our... And it's a really nice pen. And and I'd completely forgotten. And I know it's this is such a simple thing. It's such it, this this should not make you smile, but it absolutely did 
make me smile and make me think, wow, you know, fantastic. I've, I've stumbled across something that and I've used it tonight to do the notes for the to the the, the notes for the the kind of um, as I as I I have a piece of paper that I scroll notes on and I've used it today to scroll notes on for the in, in prep for the this podcast recording. So that was just a, a great moment and made me think about that those moments when you pull a pair of jeans on and you find a pound coin in the pocket and it makes you smile and it shouldn't do because it's only a pound but it absolutely does and I had exactly the same thing today with the pen which was fantastic because it made me forget the other nonsense that's been going on this week with regard to you know the the towns that are, and cities that are going into into tier three all the all the ridiculous you know stupidity based around uh what's been going on in 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 manchester and the fact that we're all supposed to be in this together yet clearly we're not all in this together and you know all the things that i can't bring myself to think about because i get so annoyed about it including the fact that the internal markets bill has just been chucked out by the lords with the highest you know kind of um majority against a bill since 1999 um and all those kind of things which I'm desperately trying not to think about this week because I know they're going to wind me up and I know I'm going to get ranty and annoyed about them so I'm taking comfort in the little things and the comfort I've taken in the little thing I've taken today is finding a pen in my winter coat pocket Thursday well we've got as far as Thursday but I'm afraid I've snapped I've I've just I've tried all week to be on the, with the start of the week, with everything going on about Manchester and the fact that we have a you know a group of people who are supposed to be governing our country who just cannot read the room, who, who who don't understand what's going on, who can't actually see that we are dividing this nation by the day and by the week. I've we've now had the ridiculous situation where. We have had a, um, a motion put down by Labour MPs to ensure that free school meals would carry on over the half-term holiday uh, has been defeated. Um, we've had some um, Tory uh, MPs um, vote in line with the amendment, but essentially the Tory party has voted en masse to defeat that amendment. And I think the cost of it was something like 20 million quid, which in the scheme of where we are, I mean, we're hemorrhaging cash at the moment. We are just hemorrhaging cash. We, there's going to be there's there's, there's going to be a, a day of reckoning, and it's coming. But twenty million in that day of reckoning is going to make absolutely no difference whatsoever. And yet, what we've what we've the message we've sent out today is that that isn't important. That 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 part. And, and the thing is, I have I have some sympathy with the argument. The argument is that this isn't the way to solve it. And I get that. We need a proper debate about this particular topic. But whatever happens, whatever happens, you can't punish the children. It might be the fact that the parents should be taking responsibility. And that probably is a debate that we should be having. But in those individual circumstances, we don't know. We, we don't know what the problems are. We don't know what the issues are with individual parents or an individual family units. The one thing we do know is that for a week, kids will go hungry. That's the thing we do know. And that's the thing that we can stop. And we should stop that first before we have the debate, before we open it up. With the, 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 you know, the, 
we're all in it together in this country, provided you're not a northerner or you're not a child, or you, or you don't need to shield. So as long as you don't fit into those groups, do you know what? You're absolutely fine. But if you do fit into any of those groups, then you, you're on your own. You're absolutely on your own. So I don't, I just can't get my head around this. I can't square the fact that for what is a relatively small amount of money, and then to have the issue of 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 of, of people taking a pop at somebody like Marcus Rashford for raising this as an issue, I just, I, I no, I can't, I can't deal with it. So I managed to get to Thursday, but I'm really, really, really struggling to see how how as as a nation we've we have any form of humanity left in us at all. Friday. I'm just recording the final section for the week and um, I've recorded two sections tonight, which is what I normally do, and I've recorded the the intro and then obviously I've recorded, uh, or I'm about to, I'm in the process of recording this very last section. And um, and I knew when I recorded the intro that I'd tried so hard to hold it together for the week, but by the time I got to Thursday, I just completely lost it. And I don't feel any better about the situation today. Um, but two things have changed that have made me feel far more positive um, going into the weekend. Firstly... Um, I've spent an hour tonight, uh, well, not an hour, but half an hour tonight, just watching Marcus Rashford's Twitter feed because he's given his Twitter feed over to people who are wanting to support kids over the half-term holidays. And the outpouring of restaurants and, well, it's not just restaurants, you know, individuals, you know, uh, sort of um, sports teams, football teams, restaurants, you know, any uh, shops, anybody who's in a position to help field, uh, feed a child that would normally have, have uh, relied on a free school meal. Um, the the offers of help have, have been quite incredible. And, and he's given his, his Twitter timeline over um, just to share that information. So it's one place people can go and he's, he's you know, he's, uh, pointing out where everything is, so he's just literally said, "Right, okay, we'll just you know, there, there's my feed. Use my feed, and I'll just highlight where these places are, so he can, you know, he can try and um, galvanise and, and put people in touch with places that might be able to help them over the course of the next few days, and that's really, really heartening. Um, and it's it's been quite humbling to watch that, and, and because this it, it's going on in real time." You know, you watch that Twitter feed and it refreshes, it refreshes, and it's just more and more people wanting wanting to help. Um, and there's yes, there's an odd, there's the odd kind of political comment on there, but largely there's none of that. Largely, it's just people pitching in and helping out. Um, and this is, do you, do you know what? If you want your legacy as a prime minister to be that you captured that Chichilian spirit, then actually people out there are showing you how to do that. And Marcus Rashford is showing you how to do that. And do you know what, earlier on in the week, Andy Burnham had a good go at showing you how to do that as well. And maybe maybe you should take a bit of notice. But that's that's certainly... That certainly helped me um, get to the end of the week with with a, a little bit more, 
you know positivity about everything that's kind of going on the other thing uh, and this is what i'm going to finish on is i was invited to talk to a load of students at the university of kent today and it was in my um it was it was students who were who were looking at working in the music industry moving forward, so it was kind of playing towards um, the, the 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 twenty plus years I've done working in that sector, plus you know being on the board of the MIA and the other things that I've done, and we had a couple of hour session and I did it uh, with a with a uh, a friend and fellow MIA director, and. Um, and we had a really, really good. I mean, I felt for the I felt for the students because they got the one till three slot on a Friday afternoon. It's not a great slot to get. Um, and we did it over Zoom, and there was, you know, the we had. Um, I think we had the same number of, of of students when we finished as when we started. So we didn't manage to actually totally bore. Um, you know, any anybody into submission, everybody hung around. And when we got to the Q&A, we had some really interesting questions and we got to, you know, got to speak to some kids. But what was really, really great was um, the ideas and the things that they would like to do in their future. And the fact that those kids, you know, are coming through and the attitude that they, they showed through this lecture and, as I say, the questions that they asked and the things they wanted to know about just gives you real hope for what will what will come next so maybe maybe my generation has screwed it over uh and and as days go by i I am really thinking that that is that is the case and certainly the generation you know that's gone before hasn't made a very good fist of it either but maybe maybe we stand half a chance um as the next generations come through because they can't make the same mess of it that we've made it's been it's 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 borderline embarrassing as as to some of the things that we do and we do and say so it was a really great way to end the week um with a group of uh, you know of of interested and focused and genuine uh, human beings that 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 group of uh, of students were so um i'm just privileged to have been asked to to do that and, and it's certainly going to help carry me through the next the next few days um of whatever you know garbage we find ourselves having to having to deal with um thanks for listening um probably not the easiest of listen things to listen to so i do i do apologize a little bit but do yourself a favor um and see grab the watch the educating yorkshire clip because even if you've seen it a hundred times before, it's it's absolutely worth a rewatch. And just, just, just the reaction at the at the end of that school assembly clip is is you know is is worth every minute of uh, of, of of the 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 ridiculousness that your week will have entailed. And if you get chance tonight, just just watch Marcus Rashford's. Uh, Twitter feed for five or ten minutes, and just realise that there are actually a load of people coming together to help people who, at this point in time, do need the help. If you've enjoyed therapy for me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production. <laughs>